Thank you, team, for leading us so beautifully. All right. Hey, right, or Jim, James, yeah, Riley, Tobacco, anyone? That'd be good. Oh. How are we all doing? We're doing good? It's good. Not too hot yet? It's good. Just wait till later. <laughs> Have a quick drink. I'm going to quickly pray, all right? Father God, I just thank you for your word today. Thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to share your word once again. Um, Lord, I pray that, Holy Spirit, um, that you would inspire my mind, my words this morning. May uh, may your words go out and may my words fall to the ground. Uh, May we have ears to hear what you are saying to us today. Pray this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Very cool. Today I want to talk about something um, that I'm incredibly passionate about. Um, Most of you guys uh, who's part of our church know how passionate I am about the church and uh, how much I want to see all of us and every Christian and every church rise up in strength and and in in all that God has purposed you as an individual and as a church, what we are here to do and to impact our community. Um, And so what I feel... um, what I'm sharing about this morning, I believe, is a fundamental uh, in, in a Christian life. It's a fundamental to see you live out a strong, purpose-driven life, fruitful life. And, and what I want to talk about this morning is honour. You know, honour is a charis- characteristic that, that has largely been lost in our society. You know, as, as a society, to, uh, really there's, uh, there's more of a uh, a disdain for honour and a lauding, like a, an uplifting of dishonour. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that's tragic. You know, and especially we, we often see this in, in the home and in towards our approach and our, and our approach towards civil authorities. And, and so some of these things I'm going to quickly unpack a little bit later. But, do you know, what has also happened, um, this dishonour can so easily, because it's a part of our culture and who we are, you know, we're surrounded by this in our society, it can penetrate the church and, uh, and how we perceive and, and honour our church authority. You know, and all of this, this, um, this social kind of dysfunction, I would call it, it's, it's to the detriment of our society. You know, I believe it is so critical for the church and in particular for each and every Christian to have a solid understanding and a heart commitment to live honour in every sphere of your life. You know, I, I, can't, I can't cover everything this morning. I won't be able to recover everything that God says in His Word about honour um, this morning. It is such a massive topic, but it is incredible and it is amazing and I encourage you. Um, so I'm going I'm to try to kind of glaze over, not glaze, that's a really bad word, isn't it? Uh, quickly go over a few, a, a number of things this morning, um, and but my hope in some of that is that it's going to spark something. The Holy Spirit's going to drop something in your in your heart 
and you're like, I'm going to have to go do some more investigating. I encourage you guys to get out and get some resources, get honour into your lives, get it in your head, because as it gets in, if you're funneling it in here, sooner or later the Holy Spirit and God's going to enable it to drop down into your spirit and it's become, become foundational in your life. Um, there's incredible resources out there. Uh, my, our small group, uh, towards the back half of this year, we did an honour series, which was amazing, right? Um, it's by John Bevere. He, he wrote a book a number of years ago called Honour's Reward. Uh, incredible book. So if you can't do the Bible study series that, that we did as a small group, just get the book, um, Honour's Reward. But there's so many other incredible resources out there. Plus, if you've got a phone, if you've got a pen and paper, write down the scriptures that we're going to read this morning and go and look at them and pray about them. Seek God for, uh, around these things. Does that make sense? You know, for me, uh, as a young Christian, when I was, I became a Christian at 14, and then, you know, um, I was in, on fire for God, loving God, loving, loving life, right? It was just awesome. And then around 16, 17, um, that's kind of when all the, all the poop hit the fan, you know, like, and I was wrestling with, with my faith and what I, you know, my faith, but also with my life and, and, and what I'd been, I suppose, brought up in. And, and there was this contention, this wrestle. Uh, and, and what I found was so significant for part of my breakthrough was getting the book Honours Reward and reading about this thing and, and actually looking at my life and the way in which I lived and how I treated people in my life and treated uh, so many things, and to then go through this and, and get this teaching and get the revelation and get, come down here, it transformed my life and enabled me to, to actually let go of everything that, that held me back at that point and allow me to push forward into the life that God had for me. And it came about because I learned what it was to honour God, but I honour people. I'm going to unpack more about what, what I'm talking about this morning, okay? Very good. You know, the Bible teaches that honour extends further than just our honour for God, and you're probably aware of that, obviously. That's a pretty <laughs> um, obvious statement. But, you know, I just want to quickly go through some scriptures and look at what, what are the areas of honour that we are... Um, Talked about, to talk about in the Bible and what we're either commanded to or instructed to in, in, when it comes to honour, all right? So first, um, we are asked as children, we are commanded, commanded to honour our parents. So Exodus 20, verse 12. Honour your father and your mother so that you may live a long so you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. So there we go. Come on. That's the first one. Children are commanded to honour their parents. And I love this scripture and this command in, in particular because it's, there's an incredible promise attached to it. Right? Come on. Honour your parents or is it honour your, your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land. Who wants to have an awesome long life? Yeah. Me. I want as long as I can, right? So come on. We've got to honour our mothers and fathers, because there's a promise there. The, uh, the other one is employees. So in the, in, the old, in, the, in the Bible, it's kind of more like masters and servants. <laughs> we don't really have masters and servants in Australia. So, but what we can relate that to is employees honouring their employers, 
but the same vein as that, it's students honoring their teachers. Now, students, like, that's a biggie, right? It's tough, isn't it? It's tough. But no, it's serious. Come on, like, this, is, this is huge. Um, because, oh, yeah, they're investing in you. It's, so, come on, we've got to honor our teachers, right? We've got to honor our bosses, our employers. So, what do we got? We've got a Bible verse for this, Ephesians 6. I, I suppose I probably didn't need to read these verses, but maybe I thought it'd be good just to back it up with some scripture. Here we go. So, slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. How huge is that? So, your teachers and your bosses, you should serve them and honor them as you would honor Christ. That's huge. Wow. All right. And then it says that we are all, all people are to honor their, their governing authorities. And so these are like our, our what we call in, uh, in our society civil leaders. So things like politicians, um, our emergency services, like police officers and firemen, um, and our armed forces. We're, we're called to honor these people, right? So Romans 13, verse 1 says, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except that which God has established. So we can be trust that God that has actually appointed these people in these positions. That doesn't mean they are going to do godly things, right? We understand that just because they are appointed there, that doesn't, that doesn't mean they will do godly things. But it's still, we are called to honor them because God appoints all authority. Okay? So I'm glazing, sorry, glazing is the wrong word. <laughs> I'm touching on a lot of this stuff uh, and I'm not going too deep because I, I really want to get to a couple of things that I feel are really important in a second um, that I felt important for this morning. So I'm just trying to kind of go over this stuff and I want to encourage you just to go deeper with it if, uh, if you need to. And then believers, we are instructed to honour our appointed leaders in the church. Hebrews 13, 17 says, have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. That's a sick scripture, don't you reckon? I love that. Um, Maybe a joy for them, but also the, the huge part of this is, and this is with all authority, is the people in authority have to give an account to God. So we don't have to worry about the, the people in authority and whether they're doing a good job because God will judge that at one day. Do you know what I mean? All we are called to do, all we are asked to do is to honour it and to you know, respect or serve it or submit to it. And, and there's a whole other realm of this which I'm not going to unpack today when it comes to illegitimate authority or, 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 uh, or authority that is, is causing harm. There's, there's, there's honour there, but that doesn't mean we have to follow it or, or submit to it. There. But I'm not going to go into that because I don't have time, but it, I encourage you to maybe um, have a little further look into that if that's something you want to um, pursue as well. But come on, we are called to, uh, to honour our appointed leaders in the church. And finally, this is a huge, this is another biggie, in uh, 1 Peter 2.17, let's read that. Okay, so I'll just read it from there. Show proper respect to everyone. And in some translations of the Bible it says, honour all people. 
So we're not just to honor those in authority, but we're actually just called to honor everyone. Man, come on, honor is significant. God is instructing us. Come on, honor all people. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God and honor the emperor, honor the king. That in some scriptures there. Okay. That actually, I didn't even realize, but that little scripture there is a little segue into my next section, which I didn't even realize. So what is honor? How do, I, how do we unpack that a bit? In the, uh, in the Bible, in a lot of these scriptures that we're talking about in the Greek, the word for honor is timē. And basically, I'm sure you guys have a good grasp of what you think honor is, and that's, that's fine, but I just thought, I, for those who may not, honor is to, uh, to greatly esteem or to, high, to hold in high regard. So it means that um, those that, that we should greatly esteem the people next to you, everyone. Everyone in your life, everyone in this world, we, we're not just called to, to just think of them lowly, but we're to ho- hold them in high esteem and um, in high regard. Does that make sense? And that's how we show honour to someone is if, is if we basically hold them in higher esteem than ourselves, if we place them in higher regard, we're willing to put their, them before ourselves. That's how we honour. As a Christian... We, we would find it easy and we would be able to profess that we have honour for God, right? And so, in my, in my understanding and how I perceive this and what I perceive how we honour God and what that looks like, uh, is it, when I look at it and I think of it from the Bible and that context and my faith, I think of it as, as a fear of the Lord. And that's what that last scripture actually said. It's honour all people uh, and then fear God. And, and show honour to the King, right? And so, that's what I would say. Uh, that John Bevere in Honour's Reward actually says, true honour is an outflow from a heart that fears God. Psalm 22, 23. I love this scripture. You who fear the Lord, praise Him. All you of descendants of Jacob, honour Him, revere Him, all you descendants of Israel. So it's talking about the fear of God and, and, and it ties in with honouring Him and revering Him, right? And so what is, what is honouring God? It, it's because um, I think, sorry, sorry, we think of fear and often we have a, an understanding of fear as being a negative thing, right? But in this context, it's, fear in God isn't actually a negative or being afraid of Him. It's more about being in awe of His massiveness and His majesty and His greatness and of His love for you. It's being in awe of these things, but um, and then also where were I? And then um, that awesomeness and being in awe of who He is actually causes us uh, to want to obey Him. All right, because often we think we got to obey God just because He's, you know, like we're commanded all this, and there's this instruction, so we obey, and it becomes so hard. You know, another, I want to have another quote here from John Bevere from, from Honours of Word. It says, We don't want to merely obey God, we need to catch his heart. It is, it is then that we glimpse the wisdom behind his directives and not just see them as laws. That's pretty powerful, don't you reckon? That, because I think um, often when we think of, of, 
of obedience and that we go, oh, we have to do this because if we don't, we're going to get smited. Or if we don't, then, um, then, then you know, uh, and, then we, and so as we're trying to do, obey and, and we're doing it out of this sense of law or the obligation or we feel condemned to do this and, and we get downtrodden and we can't do it and so then we just decide, oh, stuff it, it's too hard. This isn't good. But what we need to have is a revelation of who God is and how, how much He loves you and how awesome He is and all that He's done to make a way for you to live an awesome life, but also to live in, 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 in obedience and live holy. Does that make sense? Okay. True honour proceeds from a heart purified by the love of Christ. And as, you know, it comes, honour comes from that place of being, our hearts being transformed by the love of God, then obedience just becomes something we want to do. Um, before, when, when I was, we were singing, worshipping, I was just so hungry and just, you know that, um, I don't know the scripture, a hunger and thirst for righteousness, you know, like, that's what I kind of got in my spirit as we were worshipping because I was just so in the, just the presence of God and in love with Him. It's just like, God, I just want to, man, I just want to live for you, God. And, and that's what, what I, for you this morning, if you feel like um, to, to, to follow Jesus or to obey God, it's, it's, a, it's a chore or you feel like you condemn, you're feeling a condemnation about this, then I want to encourage you to open your heart up to God because He wants to show you that He loves you because it's out of that place of knowing His love that obedience becomes just, oh, I want to do this. And it becomes like, oh no, I hunger and I thirst for this because I'm so satisfied with who you are, Jesus, and what you've done in me. You know, like, so I encourage you guys, if you're feeling like, yeah, you, ha- yeah, you, you, you have a relationship with God, or you, you believe in God, but it's just, it's a chore, you're feeling condemned, you're feeling like you c- don't cut it, then I want you to, I encourage you this morning, open your heart to Him afresh. And He just wants to touch down your life with His love. And from that place, out of that place, obedience is going to become something that you desire instead of a chore. Does that make sense? Okay. And why I believe that it was important to to unpack that this morning about the fear of God and about um, our obedience and, live, and honor and honoring God coming from a place of the heart is because there's no way we're going to be able to do all those other spheres that I mentioned before if it can't come from a place of heart. Like honoring your parents and honoring civil leaders, uh, honoring your teachers, you know, all these things, if it comes from a place of heart because of your love for God, then it's just going to be something that you desire to do. But if, if it's just because you hear it, and I'm telling you this morning, honour your parents. You know, like, uh, like that. But if it comes from a place of, you, you know, you love God because of what He's done in you, then those things are just like, I want to do that because that's what the Word of God says and I love God and I want to honour my parents or I want to honour my teachers or I want to honour my boss. I want to honour Malcolm Turnbull, you know, like whatever it is. Donald Trump, definitely, 100%. He's not our president, but probably should still honour him. You know, Jesus was the ultimate example of this, right? Um, 
he lived his life in honour to his father. Uh, I love John 14, 31. I'm only reading it off here because I didn't write it, mark it in my Bible. But he comes to say, well, sorry. But he comes so that the world may learn that I love the father and do exactly what my father has commanded me. Come now, let us... Oh, we don't need to do the come now, do we? (laughs) Come now, let us leave, let's go. (laughs) You know, Jesus, he only did what he he heard his father saying. He lived to honour and to to, to honour the father, but also to, to show the way to the father. And, uh, and that's, that's uh, so incredible and, and he's an ultimate example and I think we've got to look into Jesus' life and how he lived to, um, to serve the Father, to make a way for us to encounter the Father's love and may we live it uh, to honour people and to show them and direct honour God and direct them to him. Psalm 22, 23, I'm just going to go back over it again and this is my challenge for us. You who fear the Lord, praise Him. All you descendants of Jacob, honour Him. Revere Him, all you descendants of Israel. So if you're a Christian, if you love God, if you've got a relationship with Him, then come on, let's fear God, let's honour Him, let's revere Him. And I'm, I've been mentioning this morning about the, the book by John Bevere, Honours Reward. And I do want to just quickly unpack the whole reward situation because I think it is significant and... Um, because there is a reward for your honour. God says, God seeks to reward those who honour Him and honour authority. Now, Colossians 3, 23 and 24 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. That's such a cool approach, you know. Christ, as, as we are honouring and we're serving others, do it as though we're serving Christ, knowing that uh, as we do that, we're going to actually receive a reward from Christ. Um, and this is kind of further highlighted and unpacked in a scripture that I love in Matthew 10, 42. Matthew 10, 40 to 42. I thought I had it marked. Sorry, guys. So I'm just going to read it and then we're going to go unpack it a little bit. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. And so kind of get that word welcome as, as honour as well because um, that's what we're talking about here. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you that that person will certainly not lose their reward. I love the thing that what's uh, unpacked here. First of all, in verse 40, um, where it says, when you welcome, when they welcome you, or for me, if you welcome me, you're welcoming Christ. Right? So as you honour me, um, you are honouring Christ. 
uh, and that is significant. So when we are honoring others, we're honoring, actually, first of all, we're honoring Jesus, and that's significant. And then in verse 41, um, it talks two things. It has, honor the, if you honor a prophet, or if you welcome a prophet, you're going to receive a reward from honoring that prophet. And so I see that as there's three layers here. So first of all, if we're honoring a prophet, what I see that is, is those in authority over us. So if we in church, we're honoring the authority that is appointed over us, we're going to receive a reward from that honor that is in, in line with the, the, this, um, the appointment. So, um, yeah. And then it says, if you honor a righteous man, you will receive a righteous man's reward. And so that is our, our, each other. So if we're honoring each other at this level, our peer level, then God's going to release a reward into your life. Um, I, I, I'm not going to go deep into what those rewards might look like, um, but just trust that the Word of God is clear <laughs> and that God will reward you for your honor. Uh, and I, I could spend more time going and what those, those things might look like and what the rewards might look like, but I, I just don't have the time. And then the last one in verse 42, it talks about... Uh, honoring just even a little one, you will receive, or you will not lose your reward. And so that's those who are entrusted to us as we learn to honor them and who and what God has in them, um, then we'll receive a reward for that too. Does that make sense? It probably doesn't make any sense, but that's all right. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. You're, you're incredible listeners. Um, <laughs> I have a couple other things that I feel like I uh, really felt important to share this morning. Uh, and they're really in the context of, of honour in the church. And, um, and I believe that there are two things that as Christians that God wants to highlight this morning because he, we're called to guard against these things. Um, because it's, they're easy to, to actually bring dishonour into your heart. Okay. Um, you know, we are called to honour in all spheres of our lives, as I've mentioned this morning. But in particular, this is true in the house of God. Um, even in the Bible, when it comes to honouring church leaders, it, it, there's scriptures that talk about giving double honour. So, we get twice as much honour to our church leaders. And so, that's why I believe honouring in the context of the house of God is so significant and and that's why I have two things I want to talk about that I think we need to guard against. Um, and, yeah, and so the first one is, uh, it's tradition. And, you know, Isaiah 29, 13, incredible scripture. The Lord says... These people come near to me with their mouth and honour me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. I think so often um, when we, we can get into the motions of our life and then church just becomes another motion within that. And, and God even, our faith just becomes another motion and so, yeah, we, we, we believe in God, we honour God. And I think too often um, we just get so enveloped in the motions of life that our honour towards Him becomes this shallow thing 
and, uh, and just becomes built on tradition, becomes built, built on religious practice instead of faith engagement, like our, our being engaged with our hearts. I encourage you, church, this morning, God wants to actually, uh, through His Word, He's challenging us. May we not just, and may our faith and, may our, and our love for Him or our honour for Him not just be based on religious practice or on tradition, but and actually go deep. May our, our honour for Him come and stem from the heart, like I was talking about before. And the second thing, um, and this is in, in particular uh, in regards to how we honour our church leaders and honour one another, even in this, is familiar. I hate this word, I cannot say it. Familiarity. Is that how you say it? Familiarity. <laughs> is there an extra word, an, an alternative word that I could use instead of that word? That's it. Thanks, Leanne. Familiarity. You know, what I mean by that is we, we can so easily just misplace our honor for our church leaders. And this happens often in the context of a small church or in a small town because we, we, we know each other, right? We've grown up together, you know, and, and, and so often in, in life, in church, in small church, in, in small towns, we grow up together, we do church together, and then all of a sudden people get appointed to church roles in our midst and we just misplace because of familiarity, because we know one another, we've, we've grown up together, we lose and place and misplace our honour for that for those people in that in those times. Does that make sense? Um, you know, be, just because we know someone really well, uh, and because they're our friends, shouldn't detract from the honour in which we bestow on them as our leaders. Even as even for each other, like, and there's an incredible scripture I'm going to read in a second, um, and. Yeah, it's like, don't, come on, just not misplace the honour that we have for each other. Because we got to, it's significant. Our relationships together are significant. And let's, but let's just not become so familiar that we lose our honour for one another and, and, our, and our ability to serve one another, okay? But as part of this, you know, we, we've, we've heard this before. Mark 6, 4. Jesus and his ministry in his hometown. Jesus... He's, in his, he's doing all these miracles, right? And he's amazing. Stuff's happening. He gets to his hometown. Um, I think we can't read the scripture before that, can we? I, I didn't give you guys that. I'll read it from my Bible. Where am I up to? Matthew? Mark. Six. So, when the, so he's in his hometown, he's in Nazareth, right? When, he, when the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogues and many people who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things, they asked? What's this wisdom that has been given him? What are these remarkable miracles he is performing? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honour except in his own town, among his relatives and is in his, in his home, own home. You know, like, I think it's so important for us to guard against what Jesus confronted in his hometown because what happened was Nazareth didn't get to have the full reward of Jesus' ministry, right? 
where, where there was, Jesus was all over um, Israel doing incredible miracles and people getting healed all over the place and, and amazing things. In Nazareth, he could only perform a few miracles. They missed the full reward of what Jesus had to bring to them in that time because they couldn't honour this man that they grew up with. Okay? And so my last scripture for this morning... Um, and this is how it comes back to, come on, how we honour one another. Romans 12, 9 to 10, Paul exhorting us. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is... Is that really the scripture? Oh, and 10. Cling to what is good. Right? Here it is. Be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. I love that. Can we go read that again, please, Pato? Love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love, honour one another above yourselves. And he's encouraging the church in Rome, right? He's saying to them, come on, you're familiar with one another, you know each other, but come on, your love must be sincere and honour one another. And that's what I want to leave with you all this morning. You know, and this thing, this is, this is significant because... And what we're talking about, what I'm talking about this morning is significant because actually when the blowtorch starts to get applied to your life and to your, uh, your, your place in the body of Christ, when, when the heat starts to come on, it's actually your honour and, and what God has established in your heart at, in honour that's going to enable you to deal with the heat and deal with the, the, uh, the offence that you might have from one of your brothers or sisters in Christ. Because, you know, we're not perfect, and, but sometimes, and sometimes hard things need to be said, particularly when the heat's on, right? But what's in your heart? Is there going to be honour there that's going to enable you to actually process this and actually still love and come out the other side glorified, you know, through the fire? Honour is truly tested in the fire. All right, can the worship team jump back up on stage, please? I've really felt the last couple of times I've, I've preached, it's definitely kind of been like a feeling of, oh, this is my opportunity just to lay out kind of my heart because we're off, you know, we're jet-setting away. <laughs> In like 24 hours, you know, but I felt like this is my opportunity to be able to lay my heart out to, to you guys as a church. I love you. I love this church. I love who we are. I love what we represent. I love how we uh, minister to our community. Um, and my heart is more and more that the things that I've been preaching about this morning, honour, may it grow in our hearts. Yes. Thanks, That's all good. Um, come on, let's, let's be a church that the tie that binds us is honour. 
Come on, not, may it not be hurt or offence or rejection or control or whatever it could be, any number of things, fear. May the thing that binds his people be honour and what a reflection of the heart of Christ that will be to a community and what a blessing it will be to a community. And so this morning, I want to give everyone an opportunity, first and foremost, 